Um, I'll, I'll do the communion prayer today since I, I already, or, or do, 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 do. excited to be able to boss somebody new around. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to Groveport United Methodist Church. My name is Jeannie Hinkle and I will be your worship guide for the month of July. Um, we are going to welcome our pastor here in just a minute, but I'm going to get through some other things first. Uh, the Methodist men will have a concession stand Tuesday during the Groveport July 4th parade. We would appreciate your help. All proceeds will go to the general church fund. See Ron Lee for any questions, and he requests that the men be here by 8 a.m. Lillian Faith is going to be doing our free clothing giveaway again. It'll be Saturday, August 12th. We had such a huge turnout last year. It was our first time doing it, and it was just amazing how many people we were able to serve that day. It just blows my mind. Um, we do ask for only clean and slightly used clothing. Um, if you bring that in, put it in the room behind the fellowship hall. Kids' clothing is especially needed. We ran out of kids' clothes right away. So anything you can, can bring us for kids, we, we are grateful for. And certainly if you want to buy some new things for the kids, we'll take those too. Um, and we will also be collecting new packages of underwear and socks because we give those out at the door. We kind of hold on to those and just give those out at the door when they're leaving. So um, anything you can give us, we're grateful for. And of course, we can always use help too. So um, a reminder to K through sixth graders and families, junior church kids and volunteers will participate in the worship service from now on until the offering. They will be dismissed to meet their leaders in the parlor area go for a lesson or activity in the junior church room, and return to worship following the sermon. Volunteers are needed. Please contact Jen Hurdle. Um, and Pastor Rick is going to be doing children's moments now. So that will happen right before we dismiss the kids for junior church. So that's exciting. Um, Liberian scholarships, pledge forms, and payments are due July 16th. The GUMC care team volunteers are needed. Anyone who wishes to be a part of our shut-in ministry, please contact Becky Cassidy or Patty Upperman. Um, July and August upper rooms are available on the welcome table. That is it for announcements right now. If you would please quiet your hearts and enjoy the prelude and the lighting of candles. stand as you're able for our opening music this morning, one of our all-time favorites, and it's going to be with the guitar only as Nancy's on vacation, so sing out loud. Thank you. 
join me in the call to worship. Welcome to worship today. Thanks. We are glad to be here. Even when things get hectic, always know that you will find welcome here. We are grateful for the hospitality and friendship that are offered here. Come, let us worship the God who always welcomes us. Please join me in the affirmation of faith. Let us join together in professing the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and buried. He ascended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven, is seated at the right hand of the Father, and will again begin to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, <clears throat> the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Please join me in the congregational prayer. Patient Lord, we want to extend the hand of welcome and friendship to all whom we meet. But you know that sometimes we shy away from reaching out. We make judgments about others based on their appearance and other surface factors. And we neglect your mandate to be a welcoming presence. <clears throat> That lack of welcome extends further when we see needs that must be addressed and choose to turn our backs. We turn away from the pain and suffering, protecting our own lives. Yet you remind us that as we welcome others, so we are also welcoming you. Heal us and give us strength and courage to always be welcoming others in your name. Amen. You may be seated. We, um, we welcome this morning our new pastor, Pastor Rick Burke, and I will let him tell you all about himself when he gets up here. Um, we are so excited to have him, and while we didn't do a welcome luncheon or cake or whatever today because of the holiday, we still wanted to give him something special to welcome him to our fine city of Groveport. We will be having um, cake and punch next Sunday. Our plan is to do it on the lawn, but if it's 100 degrees, we'll be doing it inside. I can guarantee that for sure. So, Pastor Rick. On behalf of some of us, or all of us, your new church family, we wanted to present to you some Groveport paraphernalia. <laughs> There are coffee mugs in there. You do drink coffee. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, good, 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 good. Because there are a couple of them in there. Uh, we have a, a little uh, mug from the Paddock Pub. Have you been to the Paddock Pub? Yet? I haven't. Of course. Oh, you must go. Lots of people go there for brunch after, after Sunday service, and they have a wonderful brunch there. It's at the golf course on Richardson Road. We brought you all kinds of little Groveport City. Um, Tablets. There's a Groveport Methodist T-shirt in there. You did wash that before you gave it to me, right? Um, <laughs> and there's a little plaque in there that says Groveport. There's just all kinds of fun oh. little Groveport things in there. And oh. there are several gift cards here for you to oh, use around well, the thank city you. as well. So you can go to our new restaurant, Delaney's, and you can go next door to our little open restaurant. Yeah, there's all kinds of new stuff up there. There is, yeah. and then the Ace Hardware, you never know when you need half a screw. There right? you go. Then it's just right down the road. And um, I don't know what else is in there, but you have some gift cards in oh, there Oh, well. thank so you. Thank you. Church. We are so happy to have you. Hey, it's always great when you, you get to come, and the very first day you get some, some swag. I know, right? and then the next day you get more swag. I know, okay. boy. All right, well, welcome, sir. Ah, great. Thank you. It's up to you now. You're on, I think. Are you on? I think I'm on. Are you on? Oh, it's prayer time. It's prayer time. So I'm going to turn this off and let you do the announcing of the Sounds like a deal. All right, wonderful. 
now is the time in which we can go before the Lord and be with one another in our time of prayer. So I invite you now to be in a time and an attitude of prayer. Let us Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary. gather together to feel your presence, to grow as disciples. Lord, on this weekend, we celebrate freedom. Yet we know that freedom is often taken for granted. Lord, help us to be mindful of all that we have to be blessed with this weekend. The freedoms we have to even be together and Lord, we pray for those in the world who do not have the freedom to gather in your name. Lord, on this day, we lift to you a, a few of the concerns and the situations that are on our hearts this day. We lift to you uh, Lisa and Bob Costracone as they transition back to Ohio, we ask for traveling blessings for them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. And Lord, we lift to you Bob Schumacher, who received a pacemaker and multiple trips to the hospital. Allow your healing hand to be upon him. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. And Lord, we lift to you the Reverend Jim Meredith as he transitions to the inn at Winchester Trails. And we just pray for him and, and just ask for blessings upon his life. Lord, in your mercy, And Lord, we lift to you Lonnie Dogger, who's having health issues, and, and again ask for your, your, your healing care to come to Lonnie. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. And Lord, we, we pray for Steve Smith, who had a bad accident logging. He is in the hospital, on a ventilator, and we, we pray for a good outcome for him, and, and we, we trust him into your caring arms. Lord, in your mercy, 
hear our prayers. And Lord, we pray for Mike Hedges, who is battling colon cancer. Lord, we just pray that that treatments will be effective and, and surround Mike with your loving care. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. And Lord, we, we lift to you Bill Hybert, who is who underwent uh, bypass surgery and is recovering, but unfortunately will miss his grandson's wedding. Uh, we ask, Lord, that Bill will continue to get stronger and that uh, he will be able to be able to eventually visit his grandson. Lord, in your mercy. And Lord, we lift to you Joyce Galbraith, who is recovering from back surgery. We ask for healing, for wholeness, for Joyce. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we pray for all of those who are in long-term care and, and pray that they will receive all of the, their needs that they need. Lord, in your mercy. And Lord, we pray for all of those who are servicing, who are in service to our uh, country uh, this day and, and pray for their safety. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we praise you for all of the many blessings that you have given us and for all of those that you will continue to give us. But most especially this day, we thank you for Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, and the one who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Would the children like to come up for our children's time? Right, you guys can have a seat if you want. All right. So, are you guys excited about the 4th of July? What is the big thing we get to do on the 4th of July, or at least get to see on the 4th of July? Fireworks. Have any of you already seen fireworks? I know some of the, yeah, I know some of the towns were already doing fireworks. Yeah. Have any of you? Got to set off any fireworks? No? That's probably good. Yeah, that's probably good. All right, well, I am new. You, you probably have never seen me before, right? I'm Pastor Rick, and since I am brand new, I thought it would be fun today if I learned all of your names. I know. So... What we're going to do is we're going to play a favorite, and I know this is a favorite for adults at work, too. We're going to play the name game. Yeah, I know. Adults are like, oh, I know. We have to do this at work. Yeah. All right. So what I want you to do is I want you to say your first name and something you like to eat. So my name is Rick, and... Hey, let's do something fun. Let's say something we like to eat that starts with the first letter of your name. Let's make it more fun. All right, so my name is uh, Pastor Rick, 
and I like raisins. <laughs> I mean, it's not a major food group in my life, but you know, all right. I know, I'm, I, I'm, I better call the bishop after this. It's a non-raising church. All right, all right, you want, all right, who wants to go next? Nobody wants to get, you want to go? All right, all right, your name and something you like to eat that starts with your first letter of your name. Don't know? Do you like donuts? You think it's cold? And what does he like to eat? Bananas? <laughs> all right, this is going south quick. Yeah, all right. Okay. Does anybody else want to share? All right. And you like chocolate. All right. Chloe, and you like chocolate. All right. Anybody else want to go? Nobody else wants to go? All right. You guys are being shy? Okay, that's okay. I know, this is all new. We will, next week, I will not make you play the name game, I promise. If you play your cards right, I might even, you know, have a snack or something. So, I know. We'll see. All right. So, um, just remember that God loves you, and I can't wait to get to know all of you, okay? All right, so um, let's go ahead, and does anybody have anything they want to pray for? Everybody doing good? All right, let's pray. Lord, we just ask that you bless these young people, and um, thank you for bringing them to us, and have them have a great 4th of July. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, and you guys can head off to junior church, right? <laughs> now comes the time when we give back to the Lord. You can... Oh, so mommy. Uh, you can give in many different ways. You can send a check to the church at 512 Main Street. You can uh, use our Ezekiel app. You can go to gumc.org. You can drop uh, your offering into the offering plate as we pass it around. Would the ushers please come forward? And Roy Arnett is coming up to provide us with some special music this morning. Good morning, church. Good morning. This is the day to celebrate.
to the hills of Tennessee, across the plains of Texas, from sea to shining sea, from Detroit down to Houston, New York to LA, there's pride in every American's heart, time we stand. Gracious Lord, bless these gifts that we have given so that they may be used to further your gospel, to further your love and our community and around the world. Thank you for blessing us so that we may be a blessing to others. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let us be seated. Our scripture reading today comes from Matthew 10, verses 40 and 42, 40 through 42. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet as a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person as a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly I tell you, that person will certainly not lose their reward. Well, as I think most of you know, I am new. <laughs> I am so glad to be here. As I look out at all of your faces, I am reminded of a story about a pastor on his first Sunday at a new church, much like this one. And after the service, 
He was standing out back shaking hands like pastors tend to do. And this little boy comes up to him and he shakes his hand and he gives him a quarter. Pastor wasn't sure what the, the quarter was for, but he thanks the, the little boy and, and goes, well, well, thank you. What is this for? The little boy looks up and goes, well, I, I thought you needed it more than I do. That's probably true. And the pastor goes, well, why do you think that? And the little boy looks up and says, well, I heard my mommy and daddy talking, and they said you're the poorest preacher we've ever had. <laughs> so I'm hoping and praying I don't get any quarters today. I am indeed glad to be here, and I look forward to uh, getting to know each and every one of you uh, in a, a deep and, and meaningful way. Let's pray. Lord, as your scripture is read and proclaimed this day, we ask that by the power of your Holy Spirit, that our hearts, our minds, and our very lives may be transformed by your word. Thank you for your gift of Holy Scripture, we pray. Well, this week I was looking to see what the lectionary scripture passage was for today. In case you don't know, that the lectionary is this listing of scriptures that many pastors use. And the gospel reading for today was Matthew 10, 40 through 42, in which Jesus is talking about welcoming his disciples. And I thought to myself, self? This is going to work, because this is all about welcoming. It's about inviting new people into your church. And what's better, because I'm new. Welcoming people into the church. We talk about that all the time, don't we? Welcoming those who aren't normally here. Welcoming those who... new to us. So what does it mean to be a welcoming church? What does it mean to welcome those who want to know more about Jesus? What does it mean to be a welcoming church? Well, Jesus says that to be a welcoming church, we must be open and inviting to others. And remember, he was talking to his 12 disciples and, and other followers that he was getting ready to send out. And he had just told them all of these trials they were going to go through. But then he said, but there will be those who will welcome you. And what that tells me is that as the church, we need to be a refuge and welcome people. Because sometimes in this world, we'll be the only people who will welcome them. So what does it mean to be a welcoming church? Well, I've been in ministry for a few years now. Uh, let's see. Uh, they, uh, this year is 2023, uh, so I've been uh, in, in ministry for 22 years. And, uh, I mean, I started when I was 11, so, <laughs> you know, if you want to do the math. But, you know, and in 22 years, I don't think I've ever run across a church that didn't say they were friendly. Every single church, and, and I think you're going to know this is true, you ever go to a church that's not yours? What's the first thing they tell you? We are so friendly. And have you ever found that not to be true? 
How many of you have ever gone to church on vacation? Have you ever done that? Isn't that kind of awkward going into a church that you don't know? Uh, I, I, I know of a church, uh, this would have been years ago. Uh, I, I was serving this, this itty-bitty little church. Sanctuary held probably about 250, 300 people. Uh, by the time I was there, there was about 20 people. All right, so now imagine this. 20 people in a sanctuary of, that would hold several hundred. And I had uh, uh, someone come to visit me, and sure enough, they happened to sit in the one pew that somebody else sat in. I am not exaggerating. Five pews in either direction were totally empty. The rest of that pew was empty. It was just this one seat right at the edge where you could lean. And my friend sat there, and the person who came in, do you know what they made them do? I am not kidding you. They made a move. They made the move. It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Yet, if you ask them, are you friendly? Absolutely, we're friendly. And, and what I found over the years is that a lot of times churches say they're friendly, but that's not really what they mean. What they mean is we're polite, right? And it's true. There's a difference between being friendly and welcoming and being polite. Right? Jesus doesn't say be polite. Jesus says be welcome and be friendly to, uh, to allow people in, even if that means they may sit in your seat. Now, you may be saying, Pastor Rick, that's easy for you to say. You have a reserved seat. That's true. But Jesus calls us to be more than we often want ourselves to be. To be a welcoming church also means, I think, being open to different types of people. I remember a couple of years ago, I was getting ready for our uh, worship service. And at this particular church, my office was in the basement. I'm not sure what, what that said about their thoughts on me, but you know, I was in the basement. And I was getting my robe on, and I was coming up the steps, and as I come up the steps, I hear somebody talking, and the words that were being said, how do I say this, aren't words that you would typically hear on a Sunday morning at church, if you know what I mean. And I stopped, and I listened, and I thought to myself, well, I got two choices. One. I can just act like I didn't hear it, go back to my office and wait till whatever's going on is over. Or B, I can do what God wants me to do and walk up those steps and, and see what Pastor Rick can do. And right there, of course, the Lord convicted me because I'd already turned around and started to head back down the steps. And I went upstairs, and when I got up there, in this particular church, uh, uh, sort of like what we do here, where we have a head like a little room off of the sanctuary and we had uh, it was like a kitchen area and uh, like a cafe deal and it had chairs and donuts and cookies i i, I was kind of hung out there because they had donuts and cookies and stuff and lo and behold there was a gentleman there that i had never seen and two or three of our sweet little old ladies and he was talking and he was just dropping words every other word that i had never heard before but he seemed friendly so i walked over Turned out, he had stopped uh, uh, to drop off his recycling. We, we had these big recycling bins at this church out in the parking lot. Uh, they, they used to sit next to our church in the fire department, but the fire chief made a move them because people were blocking the doors to the fire trucks when they were going out on a run to live, uh, offloading their recycling. I kid you not. Uh, so uh, 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 the... Uh, the, the uh, City wanted to know if, if we could take those recycling. I said, sure. So uh, they were along the, the back of our parking lot. And this gentleman had stopped to drop off his recycling and he noticed we were doing something. He didn't know what, what it was, but he decided to stop in and see what we were up to. And I said, well, welcome. And I was just so touched that our sweet little old ladies were just just being so nice and just ignoring what the guy was saying and just giving him cookies and donuts. And it, and it was so funny. The guy goes, well, pastor, I might start coming here if that's okay. And I go, 
sure. He goes, well, I got to tell you, though, I don't know if I really believe so much about this Jesus guy. Is that okay? Sure. He goes, but you know what? I have a daughter. And I want someone to teach her right from wrong. And I think you can do it. He said, absolutely. Bring her. And he did. Next week, he shows up. And not only does he show up with this little girl, but he shows up with a dozen cookies and some juice. We hit the jackpot. Sometimes being a welcoming church means being open to people that are different than ourselves. Because Jesus is reaching out and, 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 and touching lives and, and people that we don't know, that, that, that maybe we don't have never met, but are in desperate need of someone who could come alongside them and help to mentor them in the path of Christ. You know, in our scripture reading today, Jesus says, that those who welcome his disciples and offer them a cool drink of water will be blessed. And when I think about what Jesus is saying, he didn't say those who offer a drink of water will be blessed. He said a, a, a drink of cool water will be blessed. He could have left the cool part out, but he didn't. And I think there was a reason behind that. Cool water, especially during the time of Jesus, was hard to come by, right? If you wanted to drink water during the time of Jesus, if somebody came to your house, if somebody came to your church and wanted a cool drink of water, that was difficult because uh, that usually involved sending someone to the town well and getting it out of the well. And, and normally the way things worked back then is... is uh, 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 someone from the family, usually a, a child or, or, or maybe uh, 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 a woman, um, a, a young woman would, would be sent to the town well and would fill up a jar of water first thing in the morning, would carry that back, and they would sit that in the shade, try to keep that cool as long as possible. But by the time most people came over in the afternoon for dinner, that water would be hot. Cool water was hard to come by. To get somebody a cool drink meant you had to make a special effort to go to the town well and draw some more water out of that well and give it to them. My friends, what Jesus is saying is that as a welcoming community of followers of him, sometimes we have to go an extra step to welcome people. Sometimes we need to go that extra step. I think to be a welcoming church, the most important thing for us is that we need to live lives according to the scriptures and always be trying to grow towards Christ. Because I think people are the most attracted to authenticity. And a lot of the other things we worry about will fall away if people see that you are who you claim to be. A couple of years ago, I was uh, talking to a friend of mine who uh, was serving as a part-time pastor of a little, little church uh, over in uh, Fairfield County. And this little church, uh, at, at least, you know, four or five years ago when this occurred, believe, believe it or not, did not have running water. They hadn't gotten around to it yet. They had been a church for 100 years and never put in running water into this church. If uh, on Sunday morning, if somebody needed to go to the bathroom, you know, Aunt Millie, who lived next door, she just left uh, the back door open and you just wandered next door and used her bathroom. They were thinking about putting a sink in because it would make potlucks a lot easier because they would always have to run next door to Aunt Millie's house to do the dishes after the potluck. And so this pastor was telling me about this, and I thought he was joking. I go, there is not a church in the 21st century that does not have running water in the state of Ohio. He goes, yes, there is. 
And you know what? He had a new members class that had eight new members, and he had two baptisms. Eight new members and two baptisms in one year at a church that had no running water. The church I was at didn't have eight new members and two baptisms that year, if we're going to be honest. And we had running water and an elevator. And I said, how did you do this? How did you get eight people to volunteer to join a church with no running water? And his response is, is because we were sold out dedicated disciples of Jesus Christ. The people came because they knew that the people there were genuine. They weren't perfect. There were things wrong. I mean, heavens, they didn't didn't even have a drinking fountain. But they wanted to grow as Christians, and they were willing to accept others who wanted to do the same. So my friends, as a church, we aren't called to be perfect. We aren't called to have the nicest buildings. We aren't called to, to, to have the uh, uh, fanciest instruments. We aren't called to have the coolest light show in town or the best pastor. But what we are called is to be dedicated. And if we are authentic and genuinely trying our best, people will be attracted and people will want to be can come and we can welcome them. And, and that is what we as a church are called to do. My friends, we are called to welcome everybody with a cool cup of water, the water of Christ's love. There is a world out there that is in desperate need of the gospel. Let us share it. Let us Lord, we thank you for this time in which we can spend together. Help us to be open to all who desperately seek you. Lord, we know we're not perfect, but we're doing the best we can. Lord, guide us as a church as a faith community. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us here together. Thank you, Lord, for sending Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. Well, this morning we will be sharing together in Holy Communion. We will uh, be doing so uh, in our seats this morning. And so I now ask for you to be in a time and attitude of prayerful reflection as we share again in the Lord's Supper. Let us pray. Lift up your hearts and give thanks to God. Blessed are you, O God, who with your word and Holy Spirit created all things and called them good. In Jesus Christ, your word became flesh and dwelt among us. Through Jesus' suffering and death, you took upon yourself our sin and death and destroyed their power forever. You raised from the dead this same Jesus, who now reigns with you in glory. 
and poured upon us your Holy Spirit, making us the people of your new covenant. On the power on the night before meeting with death, Jesus took bread. He gave thanks to you. He broke the bread. He gave it to his disciples. And he said, take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, Jesus took the cup. He gave thanks to you. He gave it to the disciples. And he said, drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant. Pour it out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts, that in the breaking of this bread and the drinking of this wine, we may know the presence of the living Christ and be renewed as the body of Christ for the world, redeemed by Christ's blood until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at your table forever. Through Christ, with Christ, in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. My friends, this is the body of Christ, broken for you. Friends, this is the blood of Christ, shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of your sins. All is now ready. We, of course, practice open communion, which means all who feel led are invited to participate. We will first share together in the bread. We will receive a piece of bread. You can hold that and then we will take that together and then you will receive the cup and we will then take that together as well. Let us now share in the Lord's Supper.
Brothers and sisters, take and eat. This is the body of Christ broken. Friends, this is the blood of Christ shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Take
Sit up there, watch the parade, bring your lawn chairs, and buy your hot dogs and your brats. <laughs> <laughs>